Hey guys, what's going on? Andrew here with another episode of Media Shot. Now this episode is going to be kind of a rant of sorts. Uh, it's going to be a little shorter than previous episodes, but every now and then I'm going to have a topic on my mind that I just feel like I need to vent about. And this is that week, so I just want to talk about the live action Disney remakes. What's the point of them? Why do they even need to exist? And will Disney ever stop banking off of our nostalgia? I think the answer to that is no. So stay tuned. Should be a fun episode. I'll see you guys after the break. Welcome back, guys. As I said in the intro, this is all about the Disney live action remakes. And you know what? I'm not even going to waste time explaining. I'm just going to head right in and just say right off the bat, I think, in my opinion, that these Disney live action remakes are nothing but soulless cash grabs banking off of your nostalgia. I said it. A lot of people think it. I mean, you probably heard other people talk about this topic and say it. Let me just get this straight, guys. None of the live action remakes out right now even remotely compared to their original cartoon versions. Not even close. The live action Lion King. The live action Aladdin. The live action Lady and the Tramp on Disney Plus, all the movies that have come out recently, there's even more I'm missing. Don't even hold the candles, the original animated versions. And they just bank off your nostalgia. They play up the hype with the trailers and the music and all the things to get you in. Oh, do you remember this when you were a kid? Do you remember this song? Do you remember this thing? To try to get you excited so they can get more money in their pockets. Let me tell you something. First, I'm going to start on The Lion King, the new Lion King movie, because I could, I could talk about this one forever. So for me, Lion King is personally my favorite Disney movie. It's like number one, the best Disney movie. I love it. I grew up with it. It's a classic, all-time classic that to me is untouchable. Like the music in the original Lion King, nothing compares to that. The music, the voice acting, just the scripts, just the the way everything flows, the animation, the art style of just the 2D cartoon drawings were so good to me. And just the storyline was amazing, had powerful messages and themes. And I mean, I'm not saying that the new one doesn't because it completely poses off the original. So of course, it's going to have the same themes. But um, let me just get into a rant about this. Oh my gosh. Guys, I can't explain enough how the new Lion King does not even remotely compare to the old one. Like, first of all, let's start with uh, Simba. So Simba in the original movie... Voiced by Matthew Broderick, he does a great job. You really feel the emotion in his voice with his performance. And you just like, you could tell that like when he's playing the vulnerable side of Simba. I mean, it's just a great voice acting performance overall. And he just really sells it of just this lion that's been just living this carefree lifestyle for so long and doesn't feel like he's worthy to go back and to claim his rightful place as king after the death of his father and he just totally sells it in his voice and with the performance it's just so good man and donald glover in this new one um i remember watching a tv spot for (laughs) i'm just cracking up because it it, it made me laugh so hard (laughs) so in this tv spot you hear rafiki who are you and you hear donald glover sound like a complete and total robot he just goes i'm nobody (laughs) i must have played that clip like a hundred times you could probably find it it's on youtube 
It has to be on YouTube. It's a TV spot for The Lion King. And <laughs> it was just like, just from that clip, I was like, this guy is not even going to remotely compare to Matthew Broderick. <laughs> it was so funny. Just the way he just, in that clip, I'm not saying in the whole movie he's like that, but specifically in that scene in that TV spot, the way he he did that line just came off so robotic and horrible. I'm sorry. So let me also just mention this before I continue. Yes, I saw the live action Lion King in theaters. And I realized that a lot of people could be like, well, doesn't that make you a hypocrite? Because you're trashing on these Disney live action remakes, but you paid to see the Lion King in theaters. So very fair point. I agree with you. But I will say that this was the movie I saw in theaters that I decided I am not seeing any more of these Disney live action remakes after seeing this movie. So this was the one for me that I saw and just decided I'm done after this. I can't do these, these anymore. These are just too much. So continuing on about Donald Glover, <laughs> I promise I'm not going to trash him the whole time. I didn't think he was awful. I thought he was just, he was a little like, he sounded a little emotionless. Didn't even remotely compare to Matthew Broderick, as I said earlier. He did sound like his voice was a little flat in certain moments when he should have been more excited or more sad. He was just like, he had like this kind of monotone thing going on most of the movie. But that's, I mean, it is what it is. It's It was like an average voice performance for me. It wasn't anything that blew me away, not even close. So, I mean, Donald Glover was all right. Um, and that's pretty much all I can say about him. Now, moving on to Scar. So Scar, man, you can't even compare. OG Scar, you had Jeremy freaking Irons, who just killed it, killed it. The best Disney villain voice, like one of them, up there with James Woods' Hades in Hercules, which I that's like probably my second favorite Disney movie. I love Hercules, the animated one. So good. But, um... You go from Jeremy Irons, this just iconic voice. He just made Scar out to be this like crazy villain who was just like so cunning and just the way he would talk and manipulate people and conversations. People, they're lions. <laughs> the way he would manipulate Simba and just use reverse psychology, who's a very smart and cunning character. And Jeremy Irons nails that in the performance. And then you have this guy in the new one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she would tell Ejafor, who sounds like he's a freaking Jedi master from the old Republic. <laughs> um, I'm not crapping on him though. He's, he's a really good actor. He just has a really complex name. He's a really good actor. Um, I've seen him. He was in Mordo in the Dr. Strange movie. He's been in a bunch of other things. The dude definitely can act. Um, <laughs> and he did, bring something like different to scar than jeremy irons did so he had like a little bit of the gravitas he had the most gravitas i'd say at anyone in the cast when it came to just the the acting and the vocal expressions and different things like that so i will give him props for that but you compare him to J jeremy irons and it just it still isn't there it just doesn't work like jeremy Irons scar is so iconic man and the biggest short change that we got in the new Lion King was the Be Prepared song. The new version was horrendous. Horrendous. Super short. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. It was so weird. It wasn't even close to the original. Not even close. The scenery of the original with like 
the green lava pits going off and stuff. And it was just so cool to look at visually. And the whole song, Be Prepared, is amazing. Such a good, like, villain song. And to just have a short change, like, I don't even know if it was a 60-second version. It was so short. In this movie, it was just a slap in the face, man, to original Lion King fans. Just horrendous. So let me paint this picture for you. All that being said, you have two versions of this movie. You have one with way better music. You have one with way better voice acting. You have one with way better animation. I mean, the 2D animation was way more expressive than the CGI, even though the CGI looked phenomenal for, for our time. You couldn't get the same emotion out of the lions that you could in the cartoon version. So you compare them. You have all these things. You have better songs, better music, better scenes that were cut out of the new one, better acting overall, voice acting, better writing, better story, better overall flow. And you have this version that's new and looks shiny and pretty, but the soul of it is missing. And it's not even close when you so why on earth would you ever settle for something that's so much less than the original thing like why did this need to be made and this goes to my main problem with all these disney live action remakes like if you're not going to take risks and do something different while keeping the spirit of the source material then why make it at all because you could just watch the old superior cartoon why even bother with the half-baked soulless version compared to the original and these people, like the fans don't know what they want and they're kind of insane to me because you have fans mad that it wasn't exactly like the cartoon, this Lion King movie. And it pretty much was. I mean, they took some stuff out and they added one new scene with like Nala hiding from Scar and stuff at Pride Rock. But I mean, for the most part, it was the same exact movie copy and paste with very, very minor little changes. And like people were mad that they didn't even have that it wasn't exactly the same, that why do you want exactly the same? I just don't understand. Watch the old one. Stay, stick with to the old movie. I don't understand how you could want and fight for a new movie to just be in a new skin and be the exact same film. Like, that's what you want. Like, Disney just has to stop this crap. Like, even with the Aladdin movie, like, um, yeah, there were some different things about it. They made some different minor choices, but overall, it's the same exact movie, copy and paste. And the cartoon's a million times better. It doesn't even compare. I mean, Robin Williams' genie compared to Will Smith, it does not even remotely compare. And I can respect that Will Smith, you know, tried to do some different things with the role, and he wasn't he wasn't mimicking Robin Williams' performance. So I do respect that. But still, that being said, like when you hold up these live action remakes to the originals, they just they fall short every time and just people want the exact same movie in a new skin. And it makes no sense to me whatsoever. And this brings me to the new Mulan movie. So here's what I can say about the new Mulan movie that I really respect is that they are keeping the spirit of it, but they're doing something different. And you see that fans are extremely pissed about that. So the new Mulan movie is going to be PG-13. It has a way more serious tone. There's no Mushu in it. There's no music. All the songs aren't. And I know a lot of people are mad about that because Mulan has very iconic music. But they're still keeping the songs in there just as instrumental versions. So they're making a way more adult, grown-up Mulan. And people are mad and rioting online that there's no Mushu in it. No Mushu, you don't have my ticket. No songs, no Mushu. Go watch the cartoon. 
You have the cartoon. You have see this is the point like with these live action remakes like at least mulan is doing this at least it's keeping the spirit and doing something new and fresh so you could have the cartoon for your original with mushu and all the music that you love and you could sing along to the songs go watch the cartoon if you want the more adults mulan with mature themes and keeping the spirit of mulan but changing things and and showing you things that you haven't seen before which is what these live action remakes should do they should show you new stuff that you haven't seen before then you can watch the the new live action Mulan, and it's a win win. You have both. You have the cartoon to fall back on if you want the nostalgia, and then you have the new Mulan if you want to see stuff that's new and that you've never seen before. So I don't understand why fans are just so mad about this Mulan movie coming up. This may be the exception for me. Like this may be the one that I see this Mulan movie because it's keeping the spirit of the story and it's changing things a lot. Like like no Mushu, no songs. There's a phoenix instead of, you know, instead of Mushu, I guess he's replaced by this phoenix. And just all this stuff. And it's it's more like about war. Just seems very adult with the action and with the the themes and everything. Like the trailer looked very like adult. And it looked like one of the just, just regular Chinese martial arts films that I really like to watch. Like Ip Man and stuff along those lines. So I respect them for that. I mean, I respect it. And I, the fans that are mad, like I said earlier, you got your cartoon. You got the original Mulan. You could always watch it. So I don't understand why they want a copy and paste. They want the exact same Mulan movie just in live action. That's exactly what the, it makes no sense because it would always not be superior. There's things you could do in animation that you could never do in live action. There's certain things in animation that you could never replicate, just movements of different characters, the way they talk, certain action scenes, you can never replicate in, in live action. That's why things, certain properties shouldn't be touched. That's why this is a whole nother episode, but I got a whole bone to pick with Netflix and their live action anime adaptions, which are so terrible, and there's going to be more coming. Um, because just some things just don't work in live action, especially with anime. Anime has all these crazy powers and all this stuff. But... My point is, just go, just you get both versions. It's like the best of both worlds that Disney's doing this because you have the original Mulan, as I said, you have the new Mulan that's gonna show you different things. Don't you wanna see different things like in a live action Mulan? You wanna see, you really wanna sit down and go to the movies and pay however much it is to get a ticket these days 15 bucks, 14 bucks. I don't know how much it is around here. I live in upstate New York, so it's a little cheaper. It's like 11 bucks, but you pay a price for a ticket and just watch the exact same film that you already own, except with like real people. That's what you really want that. So I, I don't understand. And I just think that um, if Disney is going to continue this live action trend, which we know they are because Bambi was just announced. That's right. They're doing a live action Bambi. And when I say live action, obviously it's CGI. It's not really live action. They're not going to go in the woods and film some deer and hope for the best. But um, they're doing a Bambi now, so it's not going to end anytime soon, guys. And all I'm saying is if they do continue it, if they keep it up in the spirit of Mulan and do new, fresh things with the IPs, that would be amazing. But I highly doubt that's going to happen. I think we're just going to get the more cheap imitations and cash grabs because it's an easy buck for Disney. It's a quick way to make money, and it will keep the fanboys happy because that's what they want. They want to see the exact same movie. They want to sit their butts in the seats and see the exact same movie that they already own. All right, guys, that'll do it for this episode of Media Shot. As I said in the intro, it's a shorter episode. 
Um, you know, this podcast is unscripted. So when I have thoughts or rants, I just spew it all out. And then when I feel like I have no more information in my brain to just divulge to you guys, I just stop the podcast. So that's what I'm doing here. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. As I said last week, follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is MediaShotPod, at MediaShotPod. And I'm going to continue to make social media channels. I still got to make Facebook and Instagram. And I'll let you guys know when those are live. So follow me on Twitter, MediaShotPod. You could tweet. You could, uh, you know, ask me any questions you want. Follow. If you have any suggestions for future episodes and things like that, tweet at me at MediaShotPod. Thanks again for listening, guys. Please subscribe. Please share. It means the world to me. And I'll see you next week. Have an amazing day.